you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball five days a week. And you know what? After his first appearance at SEC Media Days, I think we can officially retire Eli Drinkwitz's self-deprecating, dorky comments he makes about himself. Because did you see those shoes that that son of a gun was wearing into Hoover today? Wow. In fact, you know what? You're not Eli Drinkwitz today. No, you're Eli Drip Drip. That's who you are for this one day. And you know what? Eli Drip Drip was definitely in his element down in Hoover. And I want to talk all about his appearances and discussions with the media. He also brought up some interesting news from the Tigers' perspective. But quite honestly, there's only one way, there's only one place we can really start in the world of college football, and that's the possibility of Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC, and most importantly, from our perspective, how does this affect our beloved Missouri Tigers? But first, just a quick reminder, you should definitely check out the live NBA draft show being produced by the Locked On Network this year, featuring Chad Ford, Rafe Bartholomew, John Corrales. Yes, that's right, they'll be live. Follow Locked On NBA on their YouTube channel today and watch their live coverage on July 29th at 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 Eastern, of course. And well, in case you missed it, and by this point I find it hard to believe that you had, but just in case, the Houston Chronicle reported yesterday that Texas and Oklahoma reached out to the Southeastern Conference about joining that said conference. Now, holy moly, you want to talk about a gift from God for the podcasting world, the sports media world in general. Obviously, SEC Media Days is nice, but my goodness, this will give me something to talk about for a while, right? And quite honestly, my first reaction to this was negative. Just as a Missouri fan, yeah, it's been 10 years since we left the conference, but I still have some hard feelings, believe it or not, not only to Texas, but Oklahoma as well. Oklahoma had a huge huge role to play in basically causing the Big 8, Old Big 8, New Big 12 conference to fall apart. When they said they weren't going to be wallflowers, well, guess what? That made a whole lot of other schools, including Nebraska, Colorado, Missouri, and Texas A&M, decide they weren't going to be wallflowers either. So the idea of the two schools that helped kill my childhood conference, the Big 8, which later became the Big 12, killed that. Well, Now they're back to kill it for good, kill the old conference for good and join us in the SEC when, I don't know, Texas was getting on its high horse and telling us that their best years were, their worst years were better than our best years. You know, at first first glance, that doesn't exactly feel good. But from the Missouri Athletic Department's perspective, I think you got to let those feelings go. And certainly Mike Alden is no longer there anymore. We've had a couple different athletic directors since then, in fact. So from their perspective, let it go. It's been 10 years of emotion. And you know what? Me as a Missouri fan, let's let those hard feelings go too and take a more rational look at things. Because what should really matter at this point is what does this do for Missouri on the field? Because we've got a special one here in Eli Drinkwitz. 
So let's not worry about petty things. Let's worry about results. So my question is, does this hurt Missouri? Does this make it harder for Missouri to make the 12-team playoff, for instance? Well, I think the pretty obvious answer is no. And the reason for that is because if this happens, obviously there's going to have to be a total reimagining of how the SEC does its football scheduling. And of course, ironically enough, I guess, earlier in the week, I did a podcast about pods, about a pod system of possibly just playing three common opponents, two common opponents every year, and then rotating everybody else within the conference schedule. Now, if you go to 16 teams, that's almost a necessity. And we've already seen people on the SEC network, in fact, talking about a pod system. So it seems like you know you break this down, you look at, okay, how would you divide these 16 teams into four four-team divisions, or pods, if you will? Well, for Missouri, more than likely, Oklahoma and Texas would be in their pod, and possibly Arkansas too, or maybe Texas A&M. If you really break this thing down, that's probably the most likely scenario. So again, that's Missouri with Texas and OU, the new guys on the block, and probably Arkansas, possibly Texas A&M. You know, if you look at it, okay, so instead of playing Florida and Georgia every year, Missouri will play Texas and Oklahoma every single year. That's kind of a fairly fair trade. And in fact, if you look at recent history, well, Florida's been quite a bit better than Texas, for example. And really, Georgia's been better than Oklahoma. So if anything, that's a slightly easier road from Missouri to hoe. And obviously, traditionally, Missouri has dipped deep into Texas for talent over the years. I don't have to go on and on about how many great players have been from Texas. You know who they are. But the point is, this can only help Missouri to me in terms of recruiting if it really happens. Now, of course, the question is, this is a lot of speculation on my part. Is this going to happen? Is this something that is actually going to happen? Well, I tend to think the answer is yes. And I want to explain why I think this is almost inevitable at this point, despite the report being less than 24 hours old. I want to explain why this move to expand the SEC feels inevitable. But first, let's talk about rockauto.com, which is one of the best ways I found on the internet to save yourself some time and some money. Because here's the deal. Why would you spend 30%, 50%, heck, even sometimes 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Why would you do that? Well, there's no reason to, because you've got rockauto.com. Go there now, pump in your make, your model, type it in, They have a really easy-to-navigate website, unlike these stores where they're virtually impossible to navigate at times, especially for, you know, a car amateur. Most of us aren't car people at this point. Most of us just have a professional do it. But by golly, there's a lot of ways you can save money over at rockauto.com. So check it out now. Go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably, low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com So when this bombshell report from the Houston Chronicle dropped yesterday, Oklahoma could have easily said, Yeah, that's not happening. We're not going to the SEC. Texas could have easily said, that's not happening. We are definitely not going to the SEC. 
And in fact, the Southeastern Conference itself could have easily said, yeah, we have no contact with Oklahoma and Texas, and we're not going to expand the conference. No one said those words. None of those three scenarios just happened. In fact, quite the opposite. You got the ultimate non-denial denial of, oh, well, we're just, uh, we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to, we have no comment. The old no comment thing, to me, spoke volumes. And I, it just seems like, yeah, this is probably going to happen. And for those people who are worried about Texas trying to take over the conference or have an outsized bit of power within the SEC, I don't, I don't really see that happening. Texas, at this point, you got to realize what the reality of the situation is. And I don't think the SEC members would go for anything other than just an equal membership between those two new schools. It's what Missouri got. It's what Texas A&M got. I'm not sure why anybody would expect anything else. And if, frankly, if Texas did expect that, I don't think the SEC would be interested at all. And again, there was this idea that the hurt feelings on the Missouri side might actually lead to them voting against adding these two schools. Well, I don't, from what I can understand, that probably is not the case. And if you're Missouri, I don't understand why you would really want to rock the boat in that in that way for something that's really not that serious and something that is probably going to go whether you vote against it or not. Texas A&M, that's a whole different discussion. They probably are going to vote against it. I could see that happening. But then again, I could see Greg Sankey possibly smoothing things over, talking them into it, and reminding them, hey, you guys have like a $12 billion endowment. Maybe things aren't so bad. I will just say, though, while a 14-team conference was starting to feel unwieldy for sure, a 16-team conference is going to be even more unwieldy. And if that's where we're heading, if we're heading to four super team, 16-team conferences or whatever, you know, frankly, I hope that this actually accelerates the end of the NCAA. That could be a positive here because, frankly, the Power 5 football programs probably need to go do their own thing. And if and when they do, I'd like to see a reimagining of what conferences are because if all those Power 5 teams are all under the same umbrella well, then what are we doing here? Why do we need 16 teams, for instance, in one conference? I'd like to see us either just get rid of the idea of conferences or go back to a more reasonable size of conferences like, say, oh, I don't know, eight, which was always the perfect number. Regardless, we just got to get – at some point, you got to get back to these historic rivalries like, of course, Missouri and Kansas that have been interrupted by all of this realignment. Now, obviously, Eli Drip Drip was asked about the Oklahoma and Texas reports, and, well, he wasted no time dropping bombs on Texas, on Oklahoma, and the rest of the Southeastern Conference in what was a lively, funny, and just a really just fabulous appearance. Eli Drinkwood showing off the entire cult of personality in his appearance down in Hoover, I'm going to tell you all about that after this quick word from betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Heck, we you know what? We got a new favorite 
at the Heisman Trophy now. I've been singing the praises of JT Daniels for since last season, and by golly, he is actually the favorite to win the Heisman Trophy right now. Now, you guys know my philosophy if you've listened to me for a long time. Usually the person who is favored to win the Heisman Trophy doesn't win, and even if they do, your odds aren't very good. So look down the board, look for somebody who is on a really good team, often a quarterback, let's face it. But hey, receivers can win now too. So what the heck, no matter what you're into, you got to get it from betonline.ag. That's the real point. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on again that's a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on at bet online your online sportsbook experts you know the more i think about it eli drinkwitz is reminding me of norm stewart especially in terms of personality clearly eli is not afraid to drop some bombs, to throw some barbs at his fellow coaches and SEC teams through the media. And I frankly love it. I know there are there's a certain type of fan who thinks, oh, let's just focus on what we can control. Don't worry about what Texas is doing or all that kind of stuff. Uh, I personally just disagree with that. I, I This is entertainment. Sports is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be entertaining. And Eli Drinkwitz does an incredible job of being entertaining without really actually saying anything. It's not as though he's out there giving away trade secrets. That's not really what we in the media expect. We just want to be entertained. Give us something. Give us a soundbite. Well, there were no shortage of that from Eli Drip Drip today. That's for darn sure. And on these Texas Oklahoma to the SEC reports, Eli says, I've been saying for years we're the best conference in college football, and obviously those places want to join us. Maybe we were trendsetters. Excuse me. Maybe we were trendsetters leaving the Big 12. Maybe that opened the door and gave them the courage to try it too. Oh, what a great line. I mean, if that's not a Norm Stewart kind of line, I don't know what is. Eli said he also asked Greg Sankey if the horns down was going to be a 15-yard penalty, the turning the famous Texas Longhorns hand signal, turning that upside down. Well, that was going to be a taunting penalty in the Big 12 upcoming. So Eli couldn't help himself. He had to sarcastically ask Commissioner Sankey, yeah, to which he approved, to which he got the, again, a no comment. <laughs> Did that interaction actually happen or not? I'm not sure, but it's a funny story by Eli regardless. But obviously, it wasn't just OU and Texas receiving some bullets from Eli Drip Drip. No, Dan Mullen was definitely not safe. On Florida's trip to Mizzou this November, Eli said, I'm praying for snow. Dan Mullen is going to complain about everything anyway. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me with this guy? How great is Eli Drinkwitz on the lectern? He is just unbelievable. He is so funny with the media. I what can you say? He, again, he's Norm Stewart. Now we just need to find his Johnny Orr and his Billy Tubbs for for some adversaries, and then we'll really have some, some fun in the media. That's when it'll really get, get great. Eli also seemed to take note of what I noted about Shane Beamer basically going all in on tight ends and his, his time at the lectern. Well, 
He said the Tigers will be ready. He said he thanked Shane Beamer for informing him of that strategy. And finally, one last truth bomb was dropped on Arkansas. Eli Drinkwood said, I kind of like the rivalry we got with Arkansas. I don't remember the last time they beat us. So clearly, Eli Drip Drip definitely likes the scenario with Arkansas in our pod slash division and not Texas A&M. But there were some more serious matters discussed as well, including Drinkwitz letting the reporters in on the fact that his coaching staff is 95% vaccinated and also that he's personally very confident that the players will be above the 85% vaccinated threshold set forth by the SEC in training camp. And again, no matter what your feelings are about vaccinations, by the way, I got mine just in case you're curious, but again, no matter what your feelings are, the reality is this vaccination rate that's been set forth by the SEC, maybe you think it's too high, maybe you think it's too low, maybe you think it should be 100. Well, regardless, this is going to have competitive impacts on the football field this fall for the teams who get there and for the teams who don't so I personally would just like to live in a world where the Tigers don't have to do contact tracing and testing and dividing themselves into just their position groups and all that stuff I I just would like that world to be over and I honestly do believe that at least on the margins that's going to help you win more football games And certainly, beyond just the margins, the most important thing is you want to have enough guys out there to field a competitive team, not have to forfeit, or just to not have to pull a Denver Broncos like last year and basically have to start a wide receiver at quarterback or or something like that. So ultimately, if Eli's right and we do get that vaccination rate above 85%, well, I I can't really see how that can be anything but good things for the Tigers on the field this coming fall. And so, with so much to talk about today, possible more conference realignment, Eli at the lectern down in Hoover. Well, I didn't get to everything I wanted to get to today, so still plenty to talk about tomorrow here on Locked on Mizzou. And be sure to listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked on and Odyssey Featuring Chad Ford, Brian Scalabrini, former general manager Ryan McDonough, we've got you covered. We've got our local NBA experts making picks and trades all week. Just search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. And I'm John Miller. And this has been Locked on Mizzou.